Hey, 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 you guys. We're so glad to have another special guest here on Black Canvas Season 6. He is a great country artist. I love listening to his music. And we've been talking back and forth, actually, for a few months now. And I'm just so glad that we were able to get him on Black Canvas. Chris Holacek was born in Newburn, North Carolina, and raised down a seven-mile dirt road deep in the woods. Chris Holacek grew up in the kind of setting you picture being in a country song. His musical journey started very early when he learned cello at three years old. Chris has always played piano, trumpet, baritone, bass guitar, and performed doing singing and acting in numerous plays all before the age of 18. After graduating high school, he picked up guitar in college at the University of North Carolina Wilmington. It was there that he discovered his passion for songwriting and singing country music. Once he graduated college, he moved to Nashville in 2014. After a couple of years of playing open mics and ride arounds and working odd jobs, Chris decided to leave Nashville and to travel the country. He started venturing in Florida and then Texas, where he played more frequent shows and gained a diverse group of fans. During this time, he released his first radio single, Not Ethan, in January 2019. After two years in Texas, he decided to move back to Nashville, where he ended up taking his music further. Chris released But I Did in January 2020, which hit number two on the Indie World Country Charts. He's released other great hits since, like Phoenix and the Fire, Open Road, Until You See the Pines. And in January 2022, he released the upbeat love ballad, I'll Ever Need, which is quickly gaining momentum. And we are grateful to have you, Chris, here as a guest here on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, you know I was going to have you on here, Chris. <laughs> I mean, Chris, you are definitely an amazing artist. But the one thing I love about Chris the most is that you have a great spirit about you. And I think that makes, to me, a great not only artist but person. And I think that you you have that quality. So we're just glad that you're here. I agree. We All appreciate right. so Chris, that. Chris, I got some fun questions for you. So these are going to be kind of like rapid fire in the first ones. And I'm going to use actually some titles from some songs you might know. <laughs> All right. If you're ready, I can go straight into them. Nice. All right. So the first Let's one we it. have is Open Road. If you had the chance to travel to any city outside of the U.S., which city are you dying to travel to and why? Um, It would uh, probably be Rio de Janeiro or... um. Sao, Sao Paulo um, in Brazil. I, that's actually where my fan base is growing the quickest is in Brazil. So uh, that's definitely uh, one of the first places on my list to go uh, visit once I get out of the country. Man, now Brazil loves country music. I love to hear that. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a kind of they have their own like country music. So I forgot what the name is uh, in Portuguese. But uh, yeah, there's there's like a whole cowboy culture out there. Um, and uh yeah, I'd love to go check it out. <laughs> Man, well, next time you take me with you, because I've always wanted to go to Brazil. I was just talking about that on another podcast episode. And I've been to a few places. I've been to Belize, I've been to Cozumel, 
went to Cayman Islands. Cozumel is one of the most fun experiences. But yeah, I also want to go to to France. That's another one, just to kind of just have that experience to say I've been. Definitely, definitely. I actually just came back from uh, Costa Rica uh, about a month ago, which I, that was amazing. <laughs> Man, see, we're all jealous, you guys. See, Costa Rica, like he wants to go to Brazil. Like we all need to be a part of this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, so let's go to our next one. I'll ever need. So who has been your biggest supporter in your career? And what is your definition of the word love? I'd say the biggest supporter has probably been my dad. Um, he's kind of been there, helped me out during tough times when, you know, in between transitions and just, just overall in life. Uh, he's been there from day one. Um, my definition of love is um, just truly caring for somebody unconditionally, not wanting something in return, just truly, you know, caring about that person uh, for just because you care about them. <laughs> I like that. And I feel like love can be seen in different ways. And I think you're right. Sometimes caring for someone can be a definition of love. I know for some people it's in acts of service, like showing love through action. So I go back to my childhood. Um, My mom worked two jobs and then she at one point had three jobs. And I'll just never forget of her. Just she showed love by, by, getting out and, and doing what she needed to do for the family when, you know, we didn't have that support the way we needed. And then it also taught me about, Hey, you don't have to say, I love you all the time. Sometimes you can just show it in your behaviors and some people need to hear it. And then sometimes you can just show it by, you know, providing that actual attention for sure. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So we got another fast rapid one Phoenix in the fire. So how have you been able to rise up against adversity and what has been your biggest accomplishment thus far in your career? Um, so pretty much my struggle most of my life has been, you know, I've been shy and introverted, which, you know, it's not necessarily a struggle. There's, there's a strength in that I'm learning. And um, it's just, uh, I guess, a lot of opportunities in life maybe have passed me by because I didn't speak up about it or it's something I've struggled with growing up, um, just kind of standing up for myself. Uh, it wasn't until I became an adult that I really started learning how to do that and just getting out of the house and, you know, getting out there on my own, just experiencing life, just helped me experience that and just learning more about myself and accepting what I can't control um, and working on what I can. That's just built my confidence up and just got me to a better place. You know, I'm still naturally an introvert, but I, I can be extroverted when I need to be, especially with music. I kind of have to be at times. So, um, you know, I can turn that switch on, turn it off. And, um, I'd say that's probably one of the biggest things I've had to overcome, um, with that. And then, um, my mom passed away. That was one of the biggest struggles. Uh, cause I had to, I had to give her the house, you know, her house that I, I grew up in for 20 years. I had to give that back to the bank. And then my dad had sold, uh, the house, his house there, both in the same town, uh, the one down the seven mile dirt road, he's that got sold like literally the same month. The bank official took back my mom's house. So it's like, you know, I don't have a home to go back to in my hometown. Now my house that I actually bought my first house back the end of, uh, August. So honestly, this is the first time I've had a home, like a real home, <laughs> like five years. So it's, it's a cool feeling, but just, you know, that being a nomad roaming around kind of gets old after a while. It's fun to go travel, but, um, just not having a feel like you belong anywhere. Um, that kind of 
kind of kind of sucks but um but yeah that and then um biggest career accomplishments um well actually that i think uh is coming up soon <laughs> i just found out over the weekend uh i got nominated for two uh categories for the josie music awards which is going to be at the grand Ole opry um i got nominated for um rising star of the year and my uh music video for my current single uh remind me of you uh got nominated for music video of the year so i'd say that that's now up to date my biggest accomplishments congratulations I, i'm really happy for you is there a way that we can vote ourselves as far as the listeners or is it more of like an academy voting or how does that work um i'm I'm pretty sure there's like a committee or something but if if it is like voters and stuff i'll i'll definitely let you know and like post something about it i gotta double check that a little more i have been having a lot of people ask about that so i i'm, I'm pretty certain it's a committee but um yeah if it, if if it's not then yeah i'll definitely uh let everybody know <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I may have to be on the committee anyway, so we'll make it work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You did good on the fast, rapid fire questions. So I have some other questions for you if you're ready for these next ones. All right. So can you tell us what is an essential item that you feel that you need when you're recording in a studio or being on tour? Essential item. Hmm. Um. Well, definitely, uh, you know, my, my one guitar, um, uh, the one, uh, it's a Sam at Greg Bennett. Uh, that one is my favorite one to carry around. If I go flying somewhere, I'll, I'll take, I have a backup guitar for that. I don't trust airlines and guitars. Uh, but if I'm driving around, uh, I definitely take that guitar with me recording. I'll, I'll take that with me. Um, but yeah, like, uh, essential for re- recording, uh, just kind of a positive mindset. Um, I definitely do like yoga and meditation when I first wake up in the morning, when I go to bed, I meditate as well. Um, that's, that's definitely essential for me to be my zone to get ready to record or anything in life. Just, uh, those things for sure. I love that. And meditation is something that I use myself. And I feel like when you can ground yourself and be in a, in a safe zone to be able to process what's going on in your head, it's, it's definitely helpful. So do you ever get nervous before performing live? Absolutely. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> so how do you deal with the nerves to actually be able to get out there and, and give a great show for your audience? Um, well, it used to be uh drink a beer or two beforehand or whiskey, whatever, but um I've tried to stray away from that. Uh just I don't want to be dependent on a substance to be confident. And then um also, you know, I have a pretty good southern accent so uh it comes out more when i drink so kind of gets to a point where maybe some people don't understand what i'm saying so i've tried to you know not really drink when playing or if i do it's a little bit um but um no i just kind of just really just jump on in and do it um you know first song it might be a little i don't know if i say shaky but i'm still getting in the flow of things but usually by the third or fourth song i'm kind of in my zone at that point I want to give you some tips. I got two things that might actually help you um, if you want to try to use these two. So one that I always like to give to people is to have something tangible in your pocket. So like, let's say if it's just like, um, if it's a rock or if it's a clip or, you know, or even like for your guitar, like, you know, that you, whatever that you need, something that you can hold on to and rub, like before going in, 
and then also like telling yourself like a, a mantra before you actually get on stage and then finding a specific area so if you're in a stadium finding a seat or if you're in a club or certain venues find a specific corner of the room to kind of gauge your eyes on and even if no one is sitting there like it's it's a way for you to center yourself and then when you're sharing and you're you know letting go of the nerves then you can kind of scan the room and like go from out of left to right or from middle to left or from you know kind of change it up each maybe each show each songs and then your mind isn't fixated on a specific person or something going on in the back like you really are trying to center yourself in each area of the room and then you get to really play with it once you get to a point of getting more comfortable then you can maybe get out of your chair or walk around and you know engage someone else in the in the actual song like maybe use the microphone and say hey can you sing this lyric for me or anybody here know what this song and you know then you interact with them where it's almost like a variety hour kind of thing where you have everyone else participating but it's also helping you to kind of recenter yourself with the introverted part of yourself because I'm an introverted too person and um, I have to be extroverted with my careers but it can exert a, exert a lot of energy from you by just putting it all out there so it might be really helpful to kind of find a, a spot and then maybe a person that you connect with who you maybe have a dialogue with before the show hey, I might call you to do something and then that way you feel more confident and comfortable instead of feeling maybe frantic or frustrated if you forget a lyric or if you're you know getting nervous definitely definitely um yeah that reminds me uh when i was doing acting and you know musicals and stuff um one of the tricks i learned was like kind of uh rotate between the four corners of the stage not looking at anybody uh but just at the four corners or or looking up above everybody it's a good way the little hack um to do that but yeah i definitely like the, the idea of having somebody you connect with and kind of having them playing all off your energy and stuff i have had that at certain shows especially if it's somewhere where i have friends uh a lot of times they'll they'll do that and kind of help out well chris if you ever do a show in shreveport you can put the mic on me I don't, i'm not saying it's gonna sound great but uh <laughs> but i might be able to help you i can crack some jokes and people are like wait is this a comedy hour or a concert but i might be able to do something to kind of get you out of your nerves but i think that might be a great thing. Or if you have like a picture of your mom, do you have any pictures, like small pictures of your mom? Yeah, yeah. I have this little uh, angel ornament she had hanging up uh, on her window and stuff that and a little picture of her um, that I have too as well. And yeah, yeah, it's, I'm actually kind of getting back into like the live gigs now. Like uh, I've been doing mostly like the live streams or videos. So it's definitely uh yeah, Justin, I've done live gigs here and there um, since, you know, beginning of COVID and stuff, but not really that many. So it's it's definitely just getting getting back all over again to the, the old way of doing things. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it's great that you, you were doing the live streams and doing that because it's a way to engage with people since COVID. And it kind of goes into my next question. Um, how have you been impacted um, due to COVID-19? Um, well, it kind of... <sighs> it kind of helped me in a way. Um, you know, I, I, we, I had no choice, but to hunker down and work. Um, I guess I was one of the lucky few that got to keep my job during the time because it was a, an essential service, uh, inspecting utility poles. And, um, I had to, yeah, obviously everything's locked down. So all you can do is work or just drive yourself crazy in, in the hotel room. So, uh, 
I'd work like 70 hour work weeks. And then, um, when I finally did give myself a day off, I would, uh, I would start doing the live streams and that helped out a bunch. And, you know, I had a, a promoter at the time. That's how I got, uh, my song, but I did up to, uh, number two on the indie world country charts with them. And, um, uh, I just started studying everything about the music business and just how to grow like followers and streams and, and all that. That's all I spent my time doing. And, um, I started studying like, uh, yeah, Facebook ads and stuff. And that's, that's how I've been able to grow my following since then. And it's definitely helped out a bunch. And yeah, just focus more on like my online content and it's grown substantially since it first began. And, uh, I feel like it definitely put me in a good place, uh, getting back into the live streams or, or the live shows. Yeah, I think because you've already had to practice. So you already know about the marketing side of it. You've already gotten through some of the nerves with not knowing who's looking back or how to interact with people. Like it's hard when you're reading something and then you're trying to perform. I don't think people understand how much pressure <laughs> you guys are under. Um, you know, for me, it's a lot different with the podcast because, you know, of course people can listen live, but it's not as stressful for me that if I was actually on camera, and trying to remember the questions that I have in my head that I want to share. I think that would add another level of pressure that some people don't experience, you know? And so for me, I know it's, it's definitely a challenge um, for musicians, especially getting back to the live shows of the comfort level, making sure you're meeting all safety precautions. You know, there's a lot of components that go into live shows now. Now, I have a fun question Definitely. for you. If you could choose one album to best describe your personality, which album would you choose? Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, Eric Church, uh, Sinners Like Me. It was his first album, and that's just something that's kind of always stuck with me. I, I was sent through high school and college. It was kind of like my theme album. Um, It just... uh. I don't know, just a lot of his songs connect with me. You know, he's from North Carolina, too. He's somebody, I actually got to see him at the Grand Ole Opry when uh, when he was first starting out. Um, when I, Yeah, when I, I was in high school at the time. And uh, it was it was just very inspirational, you know, seeing somebody from North Carolina do it. Kind of gave me inspiration to do it, too. And uh, it was just one of those things. His, his album got me through, like, you know, heartbreaks and stuff. And uh, it's kind of you know, accompanied life, you know, with all traveling and stuff. And yeah, I'd say that'd be the album. Oh, that's cool. Now for me, I'm going to go back to one of my favorite artists again. I know my listeners are tired of me saying it over and over. Um, but Tori Kelly is one of my favorite artists. I love to see her perform. And so she's done yeah. an album that was called Unbreakable, Unbreakable Smile, excuse me. And I love just that title um, because I think it's hard for us to, find a way of smiling through the pain when we've experienced negativity and I just love just that she was her genuine self and you know she came from just an experience of being on a reality show not winning but still getting on YouTube and it reminds me of your story somewhat like you said of just hustling getting people to to follow and, and connect with you in a different way and now like I said she's torn she's been with you know, Justin Bieber's manager. She's done a lot of great things in her career. And, you know, she's in a movie Sing, if you remember that, that the pic, I think it's a Pixar movie, the one with the elephant, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, she sings the lead yeah. character in, in, in those movies. So I'm like, wow, she's really 
become more commercial and she's also done things that I think has been edgy and, and just amazing. So I, I love to see people build their careers and, and be able to make connections with people in a different way. All right. So I got two definitely, more definitely. questions for you. So the first one is, is if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would you say to young Chris? Um, just, uh, things are going to get better. You know, don't, you know, just to believe in yourself more. Um, I mean, I know why I, I didn't, it was kind of weird programming as a kid, just environment I grew up in. I, it was weird. I just, I didn't believe in myself. I, I was like encouraged to not believe in myself kind of thing. Yeah. I thought that was kind of like my defense mechanism, uh, dealing with, you know, people who'd bully me or even, you know, like my mom, I guess she would kind of be like that when she got drunk. So, um, it was my defense mechanism, I guess, to keep the peace, um, in the household, kind of be the, uh, responsible one, responsible parent, I guess, as a kid, um, my defense mechanism was to kind of sacrifice myself. And, and, um, even that meant like putting myself down. I felt like I was beating the punch, um, from other people hurting me, but it, you know, turned out it encouraged it more. So just, um, despite what, false negative belief I had in my head, uh, it'd be the do believe in yourself, go ahead and start the music thing. Now don't wait, um, get out there, deal, you know, like face rejection, like the quicker you do that, um, the quicker things are going to happen. So just, you know, work up that courage and go ahead and do it. Now it doesn't have to be perfect. Just go ahead and do it. That's awesome. I, I, I really love that. You said that just kind of to pick up, the pieces sometimes of what we tell ourselves but you're right I mean there's a lot of people who would rather hurt themselves and say negative things or rehearse negative imagery or or statements about themselves because it's so your form of protection but what it can do for Mm -hmm. many people you can start to internalize those statements and then it can become a part of your your fabric of who you are as an individual so I'm glad that you said hey you know what I know it wasn't okay I made it through it but you know if I could look back I would, you know, just give myself that pat on the back to say, you can do it and just, you know, believe in yourself because you may not have people who believe in you, but as long as you know what it takes to get there, you can make it there. Absolutely. Yeah. And you actually like, you'll attract a lot of those things you don't want when you keep, you know, focusing on that or, you know, you start saying those negative beliefs enough that you actually attract it. So it's, it's just like, uh, getting out of that mindset and, uh, you know, just focus on what you do want to attract. That's true. And you're going to attract people who are going to want to either keep you down or who are going to try to save or rescue you as well. And so I always say is that we have the power within ourselves to withstand a lot of negative feedback, but we shouldn't be consumed by the feedback. We should be able to turn it around and make it something positive. And I think you've done that in your music for sure, but I think you've even done it in your personal life of going through many tragedies that you probably have experienced and you've been able to say, Hey, you know what? That's just another lesson, something I can learn from. Definitely. Definitely. I got one more question for you, Chris, and this is how can our listeners find you online? Do you mind letting us know what's next for you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm on all, well, all social media platforms except for Twitter, although I'm, I might make one now. I don't, I don't know. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'm under Chris Holacek, uh, yeah, 
Chris and then H-O-L-L-A, like Hollaback, C-H-E-C-K, like checkmark on one word, Holacheck. And um, yeah, I'm under that. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, Spotify, yeah, and YouTube channels where uh, all my music videos are. And yeah, I do uh, live videos as well or uh, acoustic videos. Uh, quite a bit on there so uh definitely subscribe to that and spotify apple music all streaming platforms i'm on them and um i don't know if i'm missing anything for social me- oh yeah tiktok i'm on that as well I'm, I'm getting that up and going but um yeah you can find me on on all that uh i'm there <laughs> well i'm just excited for you i hope that you do well with this new award that I feel like we're going to manifest that that's going to be one of them, at least of the two you're going to get. <laughs> so Thank if you. not both, I think that you have an immense talent and we just really love to see people succeed on my show. My listeners love to hear people and making changes in their lives. And I just think that you've definitely made an impact in mine. I've listened to your music and I fell in love with the songs and I'm just so glad that you gave me an opportunity to have you on the show. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. Absolutely. And let's remember, you guys, to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for being here. And I will have Chris back very soon, you guys, on our second show, Space Between, uh, which is my second podcast where we will get an opportunity to hear him sing live. So I will get with Chris very soon. We'll kind of schedule some dates and times but we just want to be able to hear your music and I hope to see you touring very soon. Thank you so much. I look forward to uh, being on the second podcast. (laughs) Well, we look forward to having you, Chris, and I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thanks. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.